Hello. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there there I think you're you're good. Yeah. What were you saying about your girlfriend? Oh, she doesn't cover her mouth when she sneezes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> no, she does sometimes. She just and she like sneezes in front of your face or just anywhere. Like sometimes like when it's in the light, I can see it. It's <laughs> just like you know that oh, big yeah, like just, dust. You're just like, mist. oh no, a whole sneeze. Mm-hmm. The mist. If we could harness like the the energy that it you use when you're sneezing, like we could probably power like a small locomotive. She like, can... you know, a, a toy locomotive, <laughs> not like a real one. Well, we should just get a bunch of people with allergies and put them around pollen, make them sneeze a lot, and then just use that as a battery. Right, because they always say, like, you know, you sneeze over, like, 100 miles an hour. It's like the sneezing version of the Matrix, instead of, like, using, like, their whatever energy that the fucking robots use in the Matrix. I, I was watching the Matrix before I came here. I was wor- watching it, too, recently, uh... On Netflix, they have the whole trilogy. I was just watching it on VHS. <laughs> glorious. There was, a, there was a preview for DVD. Do you remember those? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> just... Hold the mic closer to your face. Oh, sorry. There I you just, go. I know I get loud, so I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah, I would I would adjust it, yeah, accordingly. Okay. But if, yeah, you're normally talking. You know, you've you've had a microphone in your hand before, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. But you, a I'm little not, too much. Yeah, I will say, though, that it is a little weird not hearing yourself you know yeah uh well actually i don't know whenever whenever i like i whenever like sing into a microphone or something mm-hmm. i feel like whenever i hear myself singing i'm like this is bad this is all wrong <laughs> this is all wrong i'm not doing this right <laughs> is that how i sound <laughs> yeah yeah monitors i do that all the time when i'm editing podcasts and i just hear myself i'm like wow i sound like that wow yeah hmm and people really download this. <laughs> yeah. Where They're, do you put this up at? Uh, everywhere. Everywhere? SoundCloud? Yep. SoundCloud. Bandcamp? Uh, not Bandcamp, but it's mo- Get mostly... Bandcamp. It's the two biggest feeds are uh, iTunes and Google Play Music. Mm-hmm. Did and you pay to be on any of those? No, 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 no. no. You just, you just have the RSS feed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do pay for the hosting of the site, you mm-hmm. know, so I go through Libsyn, and uh, Libsyn is the hosting site, so... Okay. They hold all the episodes and all, and they like you know, are the bandwidth provider because it takes bandwidth to download and to like you know provide the episode itself, I guess. Yeah. And then, um, you know, you get a certain amount of uh, memory for all the like you know monthly like uploads. Okay. So you like can... they let you upload a little, like some, and then there's like they cut you off. You're like, all right, buddy. Yeah, exactly. That's enough for you. Don't put up too much content. It's it's really about like yeah, like I can do maybe four or five episodes a month okay. if they're going to be over like you know an hour and a half because it's all based on uh, you know file size. Yeah, you know you get I think it's twenty gigs a month. Boring. But if I wanted right. to pay more, I could get you know obviously unlimited. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know I can understand like literally with like a show like Corolla or Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. They're probably paying thousands of dollars in bandwidth alone. I mean, but those guys got sponsors. Too. Of course, yeah, they're yeah. making that much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sure they're making a hundred grand a month easily. Yeah, just in, you know, just. Man, I swear to God, if I ever get famous, that's the first thing I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get a podcast. And you know. <laughs> I would think that you would already have a podcast. Yeah, I've thought about it. I feel like I'm just not committed yeah well i mean it's not that i'm not committed i think i just get tired of things a lot it's like like i'll play music with my band a lot and then i'll just be like fuck i'm doing this too much you have creative add 
Yeah, and then I'll go do comedy for a while, and then I fucking hate that, and then I'll just fucking. I've noticed you know, that you do like I, I see you in waves where it's like, oh, Dakota's here all the time, and then yeah, two months go by and it's like, where's Dakota? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe he's just at different mics. Yeah, I did, yeah, I, nope. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not like you, because I'll carpool, I'll carpool with a uh, schoolie and um, yeah, and them. Yeah, and so usually like. So would you if say I'm not with them? I'm probably not anyway, unless it's at like the wine bar, library. which is no longer there. Oh yeah, actually, I was gonna go on Tuesday. Yeah, and I um, it moved to Sevilla, another uh, bar not too far away from there. I like the way it looks from the pictures. Mm-hmm. I saw Richard's pictures. You know Richard? Yes, I love Richard. God yep. damn it! Yep, he's it's a like lovable such Asian a great man. Guy. <laughs> It was kind of weird when I first met him because it is like kind of obviously we were we live in a digital media age, social media age where, you know, everybody's filming everything and taping everything. And this guy's like the Batman of cameras. Yeah. He's got like a freaking holster on one side for his little digital camera, like one of those mm-hmm. ones that like no one uses anymore. Right, right. He uses his phone, then he's got like an actual camera he's got around his neck. He's just ready. I still have a flash drive that he gave me <laughs> actually. I was like he took a video of something at a like a, yeah, it was like a show or a party or something, and and he gave me the flash drive. I never gave it back. I still have it. I should give it back to him. <laughs> now that I think about it, I don't think I did anything with the video either. I bet it's really stupid. I bet I was you're, just really drunk and I was like, Richard, you're probably on a it. list. Like he has you like written down like flash drives need to get back. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like Richard's bucket list. Like before he dies, like right, like Steve Buscemi and uh, turn that in an Happy movie. Gilmore. Yes. Where he's like putting on lipstick and he's just like, uh, people that must die, Dakota of Humphreys. <laughs> Happy Gilmore's a great movie. I've been wanting to watch that so bad recently. Mm-hmm. A lot of people give like, you know, Adam Sandler shit yeah. for a lot of movies and I'm sure you should. <laughs> Shut up! But Man. he's still like, f- for what it's worth, like, I liked him for a long time, especially when I was, yeah, young. Yeah. When I was in high school. He was the shit, you know. Yeah, Billy Madison, obviously. Shampoo is better. I go on first and clean the hair. Conditioner is better. I leave the hair silky and smooth. Oh, really, fool? Really? Stop looking at me, Swan. Happy Gilmore. The price is wrong, bitch. Yeah, I feel like Happy Gilmore made that character, though, that everyone expects out of... Right. It's him. that like, was Happy his. Gilmore was a hit film. Mm-hmm. It was a good. It was a really good movie. I love that movie. Mister, Mister, get this thing off of me. <laughs> it's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> it's just an like air conditioner. Like, I will, if you don't go to sleep, I will put you to sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I forget that. Like my my hand motions don't come out on yeah, audio. Don't, those don't pick up on the mic. Yeah. But uh, I'm I like them. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can definitely do them for me. <laughs> Welcome to This Comics Live. Hello. This is me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass. Daryl Williams. 
Jules, aka dude that's hanging out with another dude that goes by the name of Dakota Humphreys. Hello. Put on my glasses to look good for yeah. this audio file. Do you feel like you choose your style? You know, it feels like it's almost like a I don't give a fuck, but I feel like it also is a deliberate type of thing. I'm really nervous all the time. <laughs> Especially I get stage I get stage fright real bad. Real bad stage fright. Do you feel I, like you have like a, I just get drunk? Do you feel like you have and a, a character on stage me. versus like or are you the same person on stage as you I are? I think off? sometimes I worry about people thinking that I'm the same person. <laughs> Right. In real life that I am on stage. But, right. like, I guess it is a little bit of that. It is kind of that. Like, if you get to know me, it is more and more like that. But not re- – but not – it's not like I'm, like – Well, it is, like you – know. I, I know, like, coming from myself, like – more intense. When I first met you, it's definitely, like, at first, like, a, oh, yeah, this guy's a little weird. But I, in a good way. I definitely like- don't want to take any prisoners. <laughs> but then I see you on stage, and it's like, oh, I, it clicks. I totally understand where this guy's coming from now. Like, he's just a cool guy that, yeah, thinks off the page, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like I, – I don't feel like it's like you're putting on an act. It's like this is just – genuinely you yeah definitely like to yell a lot <laughs> and if i can yell into a microphone it's like basically that's how i kind of thought about like when i first started doing comedy i just, I just kind of screamed a lot like sometimes if things didn't Not work i would jokes, just be like ah! <laughs> like just screaming <laughs> like that for a long time and people get very angry right and i feel like that kind of made me like really like being angry like well, okay <laughs> okay i don't really remember this night but like Like a few nights ago, or like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was like a couple weeks ago. I was at a show, and I was really drunk. I was blackout drunk. I don't really remember. Nice. But I, I remember like bits and pieces. <laughs> and, you and I do killed. remember this. I do remember like going up and be like, I'm going to go do comedy at this show where there's book bands and things. And like, and I, just, I went up and I took the mic and I started doing comedy. Right. And then um, no one was laughing, but I don't really remember any of that. This is just things that people fill me in on. And then like <laughs> the, the little tiny, like a little tiny woman, like came up and just like, sucked me right in the face. Wow! Like, boom! Like right in the forehead. Whoa! And I remember that, and I just remember feeling like on my head, and I was just like, "All right, well, let's see how the rest of it goes," or something like I don't know. I said something stupid, and I was drunk, and then I got off stage. And why did she punch you? Probably because no one wanted to listen to comedy. <laughs> Oh, okay. And it's I was not, not like you. Bu- just... I wasn't booked. I wasn't. <laughs> you just grab the mic and just. I have a bad tendency to do that, especially at backyard shows. Like if I go see a backyard show or something, like oh, every right. mic sitting there, I'm like, well, I'll just go do comedy. If I'm drunk enough, or if I'm just feeling it. You know, I did that once. It was totally like I was 15 or 14, and I was at it was it was a family party, but it wasn't my family. I I feel <laughs> like it was like my friend's family. Yeah. And yeah, they had like a live band. And in between, you know, the band's set, there was just, yeah, an open mic. <laughs> That's and great. Just like anyone go up and be like, hey, I don't know, someone plays Creed and fucking Wonderwall and yeah, all the classics. It was, it was definitely, yeah, like a cover band for sure. Yeah. And it was like, at, like I remember it being like a an anniversary party or something like that. Like, I don't remember what year, but it was definitely <laughs> like everybody was in town. It must have been at least like 150 people in this backyard. And then, like, my friend hits me up, like, totally. is like, hey, man, you should do stand-up right now. And I'm like, okay. 
So I like grab the mic and literally do like maybe 10 minutes of crowd work. Like at 15, totally just like making fun of basically everybody in the audience, like his aunt, his well, uncle. Damn, how old did you start doing comedy? I didn't. That was like a total one-off. That was a one-off? It was like. You were like 15 or something? Yeah, I was like 15 and it was totally just like, okay, that was guy fun. guy at the telling jokes? Mm-hmm. But then it took like, yeah, like 15 years after that to actually go like, oh, I should probably do this again. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, I didn't. Well, when did you start? What, how old were you? I started maybe a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago? And I would, well, well, here's the thing. Like, I kind of did it again, like in college where like Eric Escobar, I don't know if you know him. He's been in, around for a while, but he and I uh, met through college because I worked at the uh, radio station and he was a universal, like a promotions guy, like at Universal Music. So we got together and he was starting a comedy and he was like, I'm, I'm hosting a show. You're pretty funny. So you should like, you know, do 10 minutes on my show. <laughs> Throw something together. I'll put you on the lineup. Basically. It's going to be great. Trust me. Trust and, me. And you're like, no. So I was like, my <laughs> first show was like a book show. That's, like with oh, a real crowd. Like, there you a, go. So I had like this way like skewed view on like, oh yeah, comedy is like awesome right away. Like, <laughs> you know. The audience is super supportive, and they want to laugh, and <laughs> and the they're great. Like everyone's a fucking critic, and that's the thing. Like I didn't do the audience is like the comment section on a fucking Facebook feed. Mm, mm. Everyone's just like, yeah, or they just don't even comment. <laughs> what are you saying? But that's the thing. So like, so like you get that one guy. I don't fucking fuck. You know I okay. <laughs> When I first started doing comedy, yeah, and then I started to like start doing one-liners more, and like, I love the one-liners. Just, actually, just since the start, since the start of me doing comedy, people were always like, "You could cater to the audience a little bit more," and I just, you know, I don't give a fuck about the audience. But you do talk to the audience. I talk I, to them. I yeah. don't care about them though. If they don't think it's funny, they can go <laughs> fuck themselves. I mean, like, okay, that's a little rude. They don't have to go fuck themselves, right? But, but they, they can diddle they, themselves. Yeah, like, don't give me a hard time. Just yeah. shut up. It's only five minutes. Yeah, and it's comedy. Yeah, it's comedy. People are so weird. I'm not like, going to do I'm not going to fucking sit there. I hate, there'll be like a person. It's only happened like once to me, really. I never really get heckled that much, which I'm surprised about. I think it's because I yell at people. Like, I'll just like, I'll tell people to shut. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, <laughs> when, be, <laughs> nah. when people start getting, like, when they're not listening or people are talking at me or something, I just, I get real rude and I get real angry. That's like, you just get primal and just like, shut the fuck up, like. I feel Who the like, fuck are you? I'm like, I be, okay, you want to have a screaming match? Like, I can right. yell louder than you. I have a microphone! <laughs> like, and I'll just scream my jokes. I don't care. I'll put my head next to the monitor while I, I'll lay down on the... I did that's, <laughs> Let God the feedback it. hit. Yeah, actually, I only did that once. I, I will lay down sometimes when I tell jokes and I'm bored. And that's great. Like, <laughs> but... I love it. I love it that, I, like, oh, you're man. so confident in being like, no, this is me. Like, because I feel like I'm... I'm very self-conscious everyone still on stage. Fucking everyone wants to clap for the, the cover of Wonderwall. Right. Like, fuck. What the fuck? Mm. I do not need to hear Wonderwall. Go write another song or cover something right. else, please. Be, be original. Wonderwall. <laughs> God damn it. You know I'm going gonna, gonna to cover Wonderwall and I'm going to make it awful. You know what I hate about Wonderwall is that it is so easy to cover. It's like one of the easiest songs to learn how to play. Well, you know, there's a lot of songs that are just like <laughs> three chords. It's like there's a there's a famous chord progression. It's like G C D or G E minor C D or something. 
something. It's those right. four chords in some mm-hmm. order, but I know it's like I can't remember. If I had a guitar, I could do it. Right. But like, it's like it's like it's frozen. It's fucking. Yeah, they do a YouTube video just, about it where it's like there's like four or five hundred songs that oh, use yeah, the those, same like yeah those guys that mm-hmm. they like they're in a white room with like yes. a black DJ booth that says like their YouTube channel or something mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. they say that Taylor was a good girl never wanted to be late complain express ideas in the brain I need some love like I've never needed love before I'm gonna make love to your baby take on me when I come around take me And I mean, it makes sense though, because like, yeah, obviously there can only be so many rhythms, but not only that, but like, you know, people want to only hear so many rhythms because it's familiar. You know, they want. The thing is, nobody owns chords. Like if you, you can, I can use the same progression as anybody else did and make my own song out of it. You know, like as long as it's your version. Yep. Like. That's the first, I think George Harrison was one of the first people to win a case about that. Mm-hmm. Like someone was like, "That's my song." George Harrison was like, "What are you talking about?" And then the court ruled like in George Harrison's favor. I think I was requested to go and take my guitar, which was really terrible. I had to stand up in court with my guitar. So all these people grilling me and talk about how you write a song, which is really difficult because every song is slightly different anyway. But it did uh, cause a bit of a problem because. Um, I, we, we ended up with musicologists in court where we had about um, 25 songs all with the same structure and the same notes. What happened, they blew up the uh, what they call motive A, which was da-da-da. They had that blown up about six feet square in court and they were kept talking about these three notes and the musicologists came on and played like about 15 or 20 songs all with the same notes. Mm. But um, <clears throat> the judge also was funny talking to my attorney just last week he said well actually i like the both uh, both of the songs my attorney said what are you talking about you said it was the same song and the judge said oh uh what i really yeah. mean is i like the same song with the two sets of lyrics so um it's you know it's something yeah. that i had to uh, treat it you know positively or negatively so i decided to do it this way well at the record we shown that i do not like the beatles i especially hate john lennon <laughs> but George Harrison makes beautiful music. He had a and really I think cool Paul solo and John career. Were dicks for not letting him write more songs. Oh, of course. It's like we didn't need any Ringo songs. But, yeah, but uh, a, a few more. You know about that guy who was the first drummer for the Beatles? Best, Pete Best. Yeah, doesn't he still do things like like he still does Beatles music or something? Like <laughs> that'd be cool. He, he, like, he covers Beatles music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I you know think he, he does actually, some shit like that. I remember him actually saying like something about like. How he actually doesn't regret being kicked out, but he actually like uh, embraces that he got kicked out because he says that like you know he wouldn't have met his wife and had his life that he has, and yeah. you know unless he got kicked out. Yeah, which is a nice way of saying like I settled and I'm all right with it. <laughs> oh, Pete, best, Pete, worst, Pete, worst. I like it. <laughs> yeah. No relation to Marty. I was talking to a few people, and I've been listening to a few podcasts, and um, there's this rumor that apparently, uh, you know, Paul McCartney got like switched. He actually died. Oh my god! And then he got you know fucking conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. Are you into those? Okay. The last two or three people I've had on my girlfriend and her brother. 
Yeah. Fucking, they love it. They watch conspiracy theories like crazy. Everybody does. My girlfriend just recently got hooked on watching a bunch of videos about flat earth theory. Yep. Fuck that shit. And I, yeah, I say fuck that shit too. I want to know, like, why? Just, like, why are they so, like, adamant about, like, this is wrong. People you know, are needing to know the truth. I can't physically prove to you that I'm going to, that I'm, that the earth is round. Right. Unless I get enough funding. And I can't do that as a person. Like, but there's and some, scientists are going to, like, waste their time to prove that. But there's enough but evidence see, idea, for me you, you to prove that the, it is round. You know, you know the, you know about the flat earth theory? Mm-hmm. Like, and how, like. Antarctica isn't like a continent. It's just a wall right. of ice holding everything right. in. People have been watching Game of what? Thrones too long. <laughs> okay. Also, a lot. Okay. Like they're like, there's, there's a always, white wall. There's a white wall in the world. <laughs> they're always using the same fucking piece of like the same video evidence. They're always using that fucking uh, Red Bull guy jumping out. Like there's like it's right. a fucking there's no curvature. It's a fisheye lens. Yeah. God damn it! Like people want to make you believe that 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 this isn't round, but. It's because they're using a fish island. Like I don't, I don't understand that. It's just like. <sighs> but okay, okay. If they proved that it was flat, then what? Are they now going to be like, see? But the, what okay. else is the government lying about? A, a thing that comes with this is they don't believe in gravity, uh-huh. and they think a lot of people think with the flatter theory, like they think if they pierce the ozone layer, like no one's been to space because if they pierce the ozone layer, like fucking, we're just going to let in the vacuum, and then right. everything's going to be like. But didn't we have? That's not how science works. <laughs> Didn't we have holes in the ozone already? Like, aren't we already like, you know, I remember back in like the 90s, they were talking about like how like certain parts of the world are getting like, you know, blasted with more UVs. As far as I'm concerned, just let the world burn. Like, fuck it, I don't care. I remember, actually, the first time I ever did comedy, mm-hmm. Dakota introduced me at the library, and he said, well, things are about to get really meta. Here's <laughs> Dakota. <laughs> and then I came up, and I did my set where I screamed, and I did whatever joke. I don't even fucking remember what jokes I did. I think I set. remember. And then people actually laughed, and like people were like, that was a really good first set. But <laughs> then like I thought like that kind of made me cocky, and then like I just bombed for two months. Yep. yep. And then I was just like, fucking well, one-liners. One letters. <laughs> this is the key. <laughs> and then screaming at people and just getting angry, just being an angry comic. I I was really into Sam Kinison for a long time. Of course, who wasn't? I'm going around the country. I'm trying to get as many people as I can not to get married. I promise never to get married. I've been married, and I'm just trying to help. Okay. Jim here has never been married. You never been married? <laughs> What's your name? Michael. Well, Michael, if you ever think about getting married, if you ever think you've met the right woman, you want to settle down, change your life, you do me a favor, Mike? Remember this face. Because if you get married, Mike, that's going to be your fucking face, everyone. It's the face of every married man. I really like that bit where he calls up uh, someone's ex-girlfriend in the audience. What? I don't remember that. Uh, he's like... He's like, what we need right now is a guy, like, he's like, if this lady broke your heart, mm-hmm. you know, he gets all explosive, mm-hmm. he's like, he's like whatever I'm saying, and he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, I used to be a Pentecostal preacher, whatever, like, 
he he's like, I need a guy who got his heart broken or something, by, and you have to have her phone number on you right now. Mm-hmm. And they bring a phone out on stage, and they call him, and he's like, and then he's just like, oh, yeah, do you remember that guy? And they're just like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm Sam Peterson, the comedian. We're filming it wherever we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he's just like, you bitch, you remember you cheated on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, That's tight. Yeah, when you're like 12, 13, you're like, oh. Yeah. If you just t- hear the word penis, you laugh. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I still laugh if I hear the word chicks. penis. I think penis is funnier than dick or like just any other word for. You know, I have a bit about that where, um, you know, I I do clean mics sometimes but I still like to do my material, but I'll just change it into clean material. <sighs> but I've learned that like the clean material sounds weirder. Like we, we create these bad words that we can't use, but the like good words sound way worse, right? Like if I were to like tell you about the night I had last night, but only use like words that I could use on network TV, it would sound way creepier. Like last night I met some hot chick at Rebel Bite. We're getting to know each other. We go back to my house. She takes off her shirt. And then I feed on her memory glands. Isn't that awesome? She loved it. No, that's the thing. Like, I shouldn't have said that at all. Like, And if a girl was like, what do you want to do to me? If I said, like, I want to feed on your memory plants, that'd be the last time I ever talked to her. Like, let's be honest, what, what, what should I say? I want to suck those tics. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, let's do it. But then also, if I told you guys, like, I later, like, diddled her labia majora, you'd be like, are you a doctor? Is she, like, in there for a pap smear? Like, what, what kind of date was this? It's like you can say vagina, but people don't want to hear the word vagina. Vagina's <laughs> funny, too. That's another funny... It's just, like, all the all the words that are correct, like, the right. actual terms, I think the those medical are sometimes word. way funny. Way funnier than uh, funnier. It is interesting how, like, you know, when it comes down to it, there's so many times when comics will think, like, should I use vagina or pussy? Like, what's funnier? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, I, and, I, I think, like, it's weird for me. I think I'll just, like, however, I just say harsh, hmm. assertive things. Because everything's so fast whenever I do comedy. Like, Right. You're all, you're, your style is a lot of one-liners. Yeah, pretty, and, just pretty much all one-liners. Mm-hmm. Usually, like, a set will be, like, 30. I'll try to do 30 jokes in, like, five minutes. That's crazy. And... Uh, and what made you decide like this is what I like this is my style? Um after well, when I first started out, I started doing longer bits, but like stories and whatnot. Yeah, some yeah, some stories and there's a couple one-liners in there, but like like I'll tell a story and sometimes I'll just get lost. So I'll forget what I'm talking about and I'll start talking about like a thing that was just like made me think of another thing and then I'm just like, "Oh shit, right. I don't know what I'm talking about." And then people are like, "What is this what's this crazy guy do?" I mean, what which they pretty much do now anyway, Which but, is so weird because it's like on the I'm thinking to myself, like, how do you think of 30 separate things to think about in a five-minute set when I'm um, like, no, I'll just talk about three things? <laughs> for a while, I have a writer a little bit. I don't use so much, like, but, like, there's still some jokes that, like, everyone loves that, like, that he wrote. So well, you actually... Alex. Mm. So I he would just give you jokes. Name, but he's, like, he's fucking... 
so funny. He's like one of the funniest people I ever met. The way he, like he started like being my writer. Was not like, Alex Rubio. <laughs> not Alex. Not Alex Rubio. Mm. Trebek. <laughs> um, <laughs> he gave me all these jokes that started as <laughs> what is <laughs> what is. Yeah, it's a question. Like, you know, that'd be funny if you if you cut out the question. <laughs> yeah, if you made them not questions, that'd probably be work. Right? <laughs> and then he backhanded you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't change my writing. <laughs> It's crazy um, though. I didn't know that you uh, you had a writer or it, that you used other people's material. Yeah, it's not so much now anymore. I mean, like I'll still use some jokes that like are hard hitters because they're just so good. I can't ever. And, but, um, but the way why it happened, not? like like I started doing comedy, and like he was one of the funniest people. Like I knew I love Mitch Hedberg and stuff, and like he would always like post a bunch of one liners and stuff. And I was like, dude, you should come do comedy. You should tell these things that you're saying on like Facebook and stuff. He was like, no, I don't. I can't go on stage. I can't do any of that. He like likes working on cars and stuff. And right, right. He's just like he's still one of the funniest people I've ever met in my whole life. Well, that's the thing. And um, and then like I was just like, I'm gonna start telling your jokes, and like if they get good laughs, you have to come out and do comedy. And he was like, all right, see if they get good laughs. And then like I tell him like, dude, your joke killed. And he was like, oh well, he's like, I'm still not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. He's got a secret Tumblr I'm looking for. He's like, that's where all my dark shit is. And I was like, that's that's the shit I need to see. Yeah. Not even, I don't even really want to use it anymore because now I'm like have like a large arsenal of jokes that I already wrote and so that was like a springboard you know it got you rolling and then once you started like you know feeling the confidence then you're like okay I can do this with my own stuff yeah I told him like if I ever got paid to do something like I'd pay him like it had like of course it would not feel not feel good about being like you saw me Mike Birbiglia uh he does that his brother is uh, his co-writer Oh really? Yeah. So he he makes it known too. It's not like a you know secret or whatever. Like I didn't really know that. But he he talks about it where he's like you know half of his special like was written by his brother and or a good majority of it. But it's like a collaboration. You know, like they come up with premises together. They totally like you know work bits out. But it's the same thing of like his brother doesn't want to be the guy on stage. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a thing. Like, well, actually, I have a joke. I wrote a joke about. Having a writer slash slash like I just hear things from my friends all the time that I think are funny. Yeah, and so I have a joke. It's like, uh, what you, fuck, I forget what it is. It's, um, all my like all my friends are funnier than I am. <laughs> Something like that. It's like Sweet the, the punch. punchline is <laughs> yeah. The punchline is uh, do you, but that's a what's like like having writers I don't have to pay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'll admit like. You know, see, it's like a one-liner. I can't even remember the first part of that. See, like, does anyone expect me to tell a story? Right, right. I remember, like, there was a comedian. I forget who it was, but I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about how, like, they were doing an act, and like, you know, their friends from like their hometown or whatever, like, went to go see him, and then like after they saw the set and everything, they like blasted the comic on like on Facebook saying like those were my lines and like I said that and that was me at this party and blah 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 and you like stole all of this stuff from my life and this is you know that isn't what really happened and tried to like check them on all this stuff and it's like the comic was basically like yeah you might have said that line but I was the one that made it funny on stage so like shut the fuck up also people have like similar experiences and things like it's not just like I think someone sometimes people hear things that sound so much like their life they're like they stole that from me 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. like sometimes I'll be like, sometimes I think, I, think this, I don't keep up with comedy at all. Like I don't fucking nothing. Like you know, I probably, I listen to like I listen to Keith Carey's album when it came out on Spotify, and then right. that was it. I like <laughs> I listen to some other stuff. I'll watch like Marty Wurst's yes. like Instagram a lot. I love Marty Wurst. He's oh, Marty's fucking, great. He actually gave me a Marty Wurst gave me a DVD of sketches that he did like mm. a long time ago, and. Mm. I still watch it now. It's, it's they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, I There's had one month- where it's like a gang. My favorite one is like it's what the fuck is it? I think it's called Scotchin or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's about like these hopscotch gangs, and they like <laughs> meet up like for like a big battle. Like it's right. I don't know, like gang of New York, gang gang of New York, <laughs> gang of New York, or like fucking uh, just you know colors or something. Any, right. any gang movie. Right, right. Colors, 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 colors. They all meet up and have a big battle, big old gang battle, but they're just playing hopscotch. That guy's got a good uh, sense of comedy. Yeah. I love his delivery, too. Like, he just has a great voice (laughs) with a, you know, just that style of, like, oh, nobody's like that guy. (laughs) Like, he is original. I mean, you're the same way. Sometimes I want to say, Marty reminds me, like, I want to say, like, just the way like he looks and acts reminds me of like vaudeville guys. Mm. But like mm. I wouldn't say his acts like vaudeville. No, no, no. But like just the, like the way he acts like he's just like and like he does like those wide eyes and like the shakes like, and like looking like over deliberate. Like yeah. everything is like oh like are you thinking about doing this before you do it? <laughs> yeah, it's great. I think I do a thing a lot where like <laughs> so you just follow like local comedians like you just people that you're. You know, yeah, not, actually, not even really. Actually, like, I just know people that are local comedians. Me and Kyle Gridley have got have gotten drunk many times together. Sure, me too. <laughs> I think Kyle Gridley's like the only like comedians ever. Like, like, hey, let's hang out. Like, yeah. and he mm-hmm. just like came over to my apartment and like we just got wasted. <laughs> it was very funny. Well, you guys are like the same age, right? Or Pretty close. I think, I think so. I actually think he's a year younger or older than me. Mm-hmm. But we're so definitely... weird with like the the comedy scene. How like there's the the ages are just so variant. You know. Yeah. Like I don't think in any other like if I was in another thing, you know, I don't think the ages would be so like different. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like whenever I play shows, like for music and stuff, like. There's was, older um, people, younger people, whatever. Yeah, it's just everyone looks like they're a teenager mm. at, a, at, a, <laughs> at a show, like at a rock show. It's just like everyone looks like a freaking teenager, or they just look yeah. like they're from the. They, everyone looks like they're in Nirvana, or I feel weird. Just like flannels and ripped pants, and or they just look all like I don't know. I always think about that with myself, where like you know, I think about like what was my dad doing at the same age as me, and what like you know what was. He, like, he, I don't think he was wearing, you know, astronaut cat shirts. That's one small step for one giant leap for... I know what my dad was doing. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I'm still in that perpetual, like, yeah, I'm still trying to be 21, even though I'm 35. Yeah. There's certain aspects of my life where it's like, yeah, I still play video games. When it's like, I don't think my dad ever picked up a video game <laughs> my dad loves video games that's crazy yeah he, I mean, like so he has that that youthfulness he gets angry when i beat him though <laughs> yeah i mean like actually he was the reason i got a ps2 mm. like because uh, he wanted to play it 
Well, yeah, he wanted to get Turok, and I really wanted Jack and Daxter. Like, sure. I saw the commercial for that, and I was like, yeah. Because we had both N60, were great games. We had an N sixty four in the nineties, in the late nineties. We yeah. had an NES too, but like, I didn't get to play him for very long. But like, right, they both broke. Something happened. We just moved. <laughs> we moved so much all the time, and they got broken. The they move. just got broken. Yeah. Right, which they things do. Yeah, and so like we didn't have a game system for a long time. Then I just remember, I remember Christmas Day, fucking uh, what fuck? I think I was in first or second grade, and mm. um, PlayStation One. Yes, and like yeah. I woke up beforehand, yeah. and it was like out because there was just be like, but like really, I just like. I just like hooked it up immediately and started playing yeah, Frogger. Of course. And then I played Tetris. And then secretly at night, like my sister got a uh, Nightmare Creatures. Hmm. And then like see, like my parents wouldn't let me play it. And then like secretly She's at older. night, yeah, secretly at night I would wake up and play it, which is the scariest <laughs> time to play it. Which was like the first scary game. Yeah, where I think yeah, like yeah. In, made me love scary games. I love like Silent like, Hill and Resident yeah, Evil. Silent Hill, the whole series is amazing. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah. Especially, yeah, the early PS1, PS2, yeah, they were great. Also, another thing I love to do, I love watching other people play video games. Like, well, specific games. Yeah, right, Sometimes right. certain games are really boring, but, like, I love watching people play RPGs. Mm-hmm. And, like... I think that's why Twitch is so popular, you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole network of people just watching other people. <laughs> yeah. I would but say... Why not? Why, why... And not only that, but, like, yeah, why not watch people that are really good, you know, at the games? See, or my biggest problem, like, I don't know. <laughs> this is a weird thing. I love watching people play video. The only way I can keep up with modern games, really, because I have an Xbox 360 that doesn't even read discs anymore. Right. So I just use it to go, like, it's on YouTube. And, and just the hard Crunchy drive. <laughs> just Crunchyroll on YouTube. Yes. Crackle yep. to watch. Crunchyroll, right. That's uh, the anime network, cars. right? Yeah. Mm. Actually, Crackle... Crackle's also actually a surprise. It has a good stuff on it. Like yeah. I didn't know. I was. I went on YouTube to find like an interview with somebody on comedians and cars getting coffee. I love and that And then show. it said Crackle in the corner. I was like, oh shit, I have Crackle. I can go watch. And it's like fucking all of it. And I was yeah. like super stoked. Comedians and cars is off. It's, it's a good show. If you do, you I watch mean, um. Do you watch Curb Hill? Yeah, of course. Okay, you know Bob Einstein. Yeah. Um. If, did you watch the, the second episode with him? No. It was. It's crazy. They talk about his dad, Harry Einstein. Wow, really? Who I guess like he made this big comeback show. He was mm-hmm. like, I think he was like in his fifties, like early fifties or something like that. Yeah. And I guess he he did this big comeback show, and at the end of the show, like he fucking he fucking killed it. Like yeah. I heard like random recordings of it. You know, it's like old timey comedy, and mm-hmm, like but people mm-hmm. are busting up. Like whoever, like wherever the recorder is, you can hear someone like hitting the table. Awesome. And um, but I guess he like did his set. Walked to the back, sat down, and then had a heart attack and died. I heard about that. that yeah. yeah, he talks about that a li- yeah. just a little bit. And they use uh, some clips of like a documentary they made of him at the end of that yeah. episode. So cool. Like that, I mean, that's kind of like poetic. Like that's kind of. Yeah, like, just did the best show of your life and then die. Yeah. I like. You literally Everyone's killed. like, that's so sad. I'm just <laughs> like, man, that's like kind of what I want to do. Yeah, what a way to go. Yeah, yeah what a way to go. <laughs> I like how he went by Parkyacacus. Mm. <laughs> ah, but are you excited that Curb's coming back? I'm. I. Uh, I, I love TV. I love television. <laughs> and so it's like shows like shows that I really get into. I like. I'll fucking lose it like when I hear about it. Right. You're like. like 
It's so weird too that like, like when I heard season nine of Curb come mm-hmm. back, like I fucking like I like stood. I always have to stand <laughs> up and just be like, what? God damn it! Fuck yeah! You're like, <laughs> you're like in some restaurant. You're just like, what? Yeah. Fuck yeah! We'll pull the whole table off of the table and fucking everything will still be there. Like I'm so excited. I'm just like that much. And the flowers and are still standing. <laughs> That's what happened. I was actually a. Uh, I was at a bar. When I saw the announcement for season six of Venture Bros. Yeah. And I fucking lost it. Like, mm. I was the only person in the bar, and I looked at the TV, and it was like season six. It was like yeah. the night that they aired the commercial. It was so was sweet. Like, I stood up, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I just fucking, I ordered like two more beers, even yeah. though I wasn't going to spend that much money. I was like, fuck it. Fuck this. I called like, I I'm called celebrating. the celebrating. What do you celebrate? Venture Brothers, bro. I called my roommate, Larry Pacino. Yep. The perfect. Pepperoni oh, yeah. pizza. Per- yep. Pizza perfect pepperoni. <laughs> I like that pizza perfect is trademarked, and then it just says pepperoni under there. Yeah. Uh, the viewers don't know that he's holding a beer koozie. Pacino uh, meats. Yep. So uh, you live with a pizza? Not uh, anymore. I no. had to move out because I didn't have a job and I didn't have any money, so I moved in with my girlfriend and her uh, parents. Nice. And that's cool, right? Yeah, that's cool. They're really nice people. They do seem to be cool. Yeah. I do remember uh, the last open mic we were at, uh, they drove to uh, ha- give her some weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wow, like, I've never thought about, like, oh, my parents could be, like, my weed deliverer. That's sweet. Yeah. It's a cool paradigm. Yeah, no, they're super cool. They're, like, Not really trying nice, to out like... her or anything. Oh, yeah, no. I... <laughs> Shit. I mean, like, what are the feds going to be like, oh, Yep, shit. and her name is. This, this elderly California couple. They're not even elderly. They're, you right. know, like, this... this like you know, higher mid age right. com- like couples smoking pot. What? It's oh, crazy. California. Yeah, it's- we have to put a stop to this. <laughs> Wouldn't like, it be great if that was my demise? Right, right now, like the FBI is just like, we got him. <laughs> just like raid right when I get home. Yeah, they're totally like, Cambodia town. We knew you were smoking those lettuce, the devil's lettuce. <laughs> those I like those lettuce. You know, you know, you're smoking those lettuce. You know, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's what the feds would call it. <laughs> Those lettuce. <laughs> my, my fucking glasses on. Yeah, put your yeah. So I can see everything. You know, you do look a little smarter now, right? <laughs> I feel like I look less threatening. No, yeah, they, I not like I looked say, like no. threatening before. Those really actually are like kind of like Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a duck with a baby's head on it? Oh yeah, it's my baby duck. <laughs> <laughs> baby duck. I made You're it. The one. I made it in college. It was uh, I was a ceramics minor. Ha! Gay. I minored in ceramics. Is this Toy Story inspired? It was. Oh really? It was totally because like the the. You're thinking was... of like the the spider child. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. call him spider child, but it's just a yeah. fucking. It was the spider child. The hybrid, or like I'm gonna like you mutate because the assignment was we had all these different clay molds, so we those were two molds. So it was a a duck body mold, and then a a baby head mold. What is that? What is that guy on the top shelf with the mullet doing? Oh, that, did you make that too? No, I did not make that. I, Where was that from? That's actually from Hawaii. That was a, a souvenir that I got. 
from being mm-hmm. in Hawaii. My girlfriend's Hawaiian. Yeah, that's kind of cool. How long have you guys been dating? It'll be a year and the uh, She's pretty September. cool. I've met her a few times at a, at the open mics. Uh, yeah, she's funny. Yeah, I like her. She's got spunk. She's funnier than me, and it pisses me off. <laughs> Does she give you a lot of material? No. No? I'll never do it. <laughs> well, no, she's always around to affirm my deal. Like, it's like, I don't, fuck, like, fuck, fuck people. I'd rather just hang out with my girlfriend at home and watch shitty movies. And then, yeah. like, go out and, like, we'll just bag and hang out with some people. Or, you know, like, but, like. That's the sign of true love. Yeah. Is that you're, like, wanting to just be with her instead of doing other things. Yeah. I'd rather just be, like, you know those really fat people that you look up on YouTube, you're, like, fattest person in the world, and right. you're, like, fattest <laughs> couple in the world, and it's just, like, it's just, like, me and my girlfriend, we're just, like, super fat. And you met through <laughs> uh, your her brother. A high school. I met her in Wilson once. Just once. And you were automatically, and like, she's awesome. No, not at all. Of course not. That's she was like a scene kid, and I was super into punk. And she was like... Like in high school? Okay. Dakota's so awesome. No, no. She didn't even notice me. Yeah. We didn't even notice each other at all. We were of course. Not, we were in different worlds. That's how it always happens. Yeah. Two different worlds. We live in two different worlds. But then, well, no, like we started hanging out, and then yada, yada, yada. She recorded... <laughs> Me playing acoustic guitar for a while. So she likes the, the video? Uh, she did it on, um, what is that program called? I forgot the program. It's, uh, oh, Mixcraft. Mm. Mixcraft 7. She's Mixcraft 7. And they're shitty because neither one of us knew really how to record, like, vocals and guitar. Uh-huh. But it worked out. They're, they just demo stuff. I just didn't have anything on the internet that was, like, my music. So I was like... Have you heard of, uh... Have you heard of Charles Manson's music? Uh-huh. Have you have you uh-huh. listened to that? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love serial killers. Your home is where you're happy. It's not where you're not free. Your home is where you can be what you are. Because you were just born to be. He does remind me a lot of... I'm after Tony uh, Tiger, too. Tony the Tiger? Yeah. Serial killers are my shit. I'm I'm with what they're about, because they're all after the fucking... These fuckers that are representing boxes on the front of boxes. They got their faces on boxes, and we're trying to kill those people. He reminds me a lot of uh, Daniel Johnson. You know, he has that minimalist, uh, you know, folk kind of... A vibe to him. True love will find you in the end. You'll find out just who was your friend. Don't be sad, I know you will. But don't give up until. True love will find you in the end. We gotta take Tony the Tiger down. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Can you do any impressions? Impressions? Yeah, speaking of Tony the actually, Tiger. Actually, like, I want to, uh, like, I kind of want to get into voice acting. Like, Yeah, why not? 
I just want to get, I just want to start doing things that are comedic outside of stand-up comedy. Like, yeah. I don't want to give up stand-up comedy. Like, what I just want to stop doing open mics and only do, like, shitty shows when I can. I like, agree. where they pay me in a sandwich, or they yeah. they give me, like... A beer token. Yeah, you know, like a drink mm-hmm. day or whatever. I'll do that. I just right. don't want to fucking wait in line at a fucking open mic and right. to have no. that fucking stressful shit just like, ah, oh, just like, this isn't what I'm I signed up for, but I kind of have to do it anyway. I've talked to a few uh, people recently, um, and everybody's on that same page now. I think you get to a point where you're like, you know, you've done open mics to a certain extent, and now it's just like, I don't want to do open mics anymore. I'm fucking over it. I just want to do I book think, stuff. I think I, I think I'll probably do open mics until I'm dead. I think I'll get the. I always get the hankering to go do an open mic. Okay, because when there's new stuff, but when you want to perform your act, I just want to work more. You with can't these. do your act at an open mic. You can do new stuff at an open mic. You can do whatever the fuck you want at open mic. That's why it's called call it an open mic. Right. You can do whatever the hell you want. But do but any, most just, of those audiences are going to be soul crushing. Fuck the audience. Like I said before, <laughs> just do whatever you're going to do, and if. As it affects you I, I somehow. Like if the audience, if that reaction from the like audience it, affects you Fuck somehow, just audience, like yes. react to that. Just like how would you feel on the inside? Just yeah. like you have the mic, you got the power, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yep. If someone kicks you off, like more power to you. That's unless you're fucking like you know just like have you you're ever saying been, some like some bad shit. Like have you ever been censored? Have you ever been told? Yes, don't at say the red bar- at Red Barrel. Hmm. What, what did you someone, say? A guy, I don't fucking, it was, I was, was, when I was first starting doing comedy, and, like, this guy came up from the back and, turn, like, tried to turn off my mic, and he didn't know oh, how wow. to turn off the mic. He was just, like, pushing buttons on the mixer? Yeah, and then I was like, well, I guess that's it for me. Well, because he came in from the back, and he was like, nope, stop it, cut yep. it out, what cut did, it out. What did you say? I, well, I was, like, nervous. I was in the beginning of doing comedy, but my comedy is always, I don't know. Like even if my comedy gets a little PG, I I've never I cuss seen any, but I've never seen you say anything where it was like, "Whoa, he crossed the line there." Yeah, no, I it's don't think been, I've ever done. It's that. It's always been funny, but it's never been like, "What? Why did he say that?" I do that thing where I kind of make it about myself a little bit. I think that's yeah. the closest I get to home. Like I don't talk about my life at all in comedy. <laughs> like, but it is usually observational. Like this is weird, right? Yeah. And I I'm, love Seinfeld. Yeah. I love Jerry, Larry Day. Okay. Okay. This is, these are the four things that made me want to do stand-up comedy. Mm. Number one, got to say Annie Kaufman. Thank you very much. Yeah. Annie Kaufman is very dear to my heart. Yeah. I just, I still look at his videos and things today and just like am appalled. Not appalled, not appalled, but like just like so struck back from it. Like just like, whoa, like this, this guy's crazy and he's insane. He's amazing. He's a genius. Like he's he made a fool of everybody. That's that's what I really like. And then video game donkey. Be anything, build anything. Oh look, guys, it's Iron Man and his partner, Incredible Hulk. They even got Luke Skywalker with his famous motorcycle T-shirt. Millions of players. Hello? Is anybody playing this? Maybe there's somebody in this dark. Oh my God! Now come on, Roblox. Don't be playing me like that. You know. Oh my God! He's eating my brain. I love video game Donkey. I'm not. No, I'm not familiar with that. He's hilarious. I want to meet him. His name's a. His actual name is Jason Gastro. Mm-hmm. And he's. I think he's from Wisconsin or something. But he makes all these. He's still like. He's the only person I get YouTube updates from. Because I don't follow that many people on YouTube. 
But he does videos. He... Yeah, he does. Uh, he plays video games. Okay. His uh, YouTube description is the I'm the best video game player in the universe. And what does he play? Everything. And then he just does commentary towards it. Or... Yeah, but he doesn't put his face in it or anything. And like, it's just vocals. Yeah, it's just vocals. He'll do stuff with his girlfriend sometimes because mm-hmm. his girlfriend has like a video game channel too. And then he'll do it, stuff with these guys he plays with online, and then like and he's he does everything. He covers E three every year. He has a he has like a top like ten games or whatever like every year, and it's fucking hilarious because Mario Brothers is always the best game. Hmm. Yeah. Mario Bros is always number one. Yeah, I love those old games. I will still play yeah. those games till he's really critical of platformers. Actually, in fact, he loves. I love RPGs hmm. and I love like turn based stuff. Like right, that, like and he Final hates Fantasy. them, and he hates them. Ah, Final Fantasy. I I played a lot of it, but I don't really like a whole bunch of it. I like tactics. I love tactics because I really like the soundtrack. It's interesting how music. like what about Advance Wars? You ever played Advance? Yeah, Wars? Advance Wars is cool. Okay, Advance Wars Two has one of the best songs ever. The Super Co Power mm. theme song. That is like that song fucking rocks. I'll listen to that. There is a niche of so many video game music out there. And like an 8-bit genre, there's a huge market in that shit. It's 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 catchy. Well, okay, so Onomatoguchi is great because they're all like, they're a band. Right. Like, they have like guitars and a bass and a drummer and shit. But, they'll but they play... run shit through 8-bit processors, yeah. but they still have tracks of them playing the actual instruments. So it's all and like synths and stuff. Yeah. But uh, they actually did the soundtrack for the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World oh, video game. Oh, yeah. They did the soundtrack for that. And actually, the soundtrack is fucking killer. It's actually how I got it. Did you it. see Baby Driver? I have not. Oh, you need to see that. If you're an Edgar Wright the, fan. The, tra- the American trailer pissed me off. Really? Because I had to see it so much on mm. Crunchyroll and on... Right. And on something yeah, else. Yeah, they probably... I don't, do, I don't pay for anything. I just do the, of the free shit. So yeah. I gotta watch commercials. Yeah. But I'm sure, yeah, like Baby I'm Driver. Pissed that adver- I'm so pissed that advertisement made its way to the internet. Hmm. What the fuck? That's How- the only thing. God you're- damn that's it. the only thing that keeps everything free is you got to pay in time. But before that, it was just fucking free and you didn't have to watch an ad. But here, I remember, here's the I remember thing when that, I first came to the internet, right? and all I thought the internet was fucking Homestar Runner and Google Images. <laughs> Homestar, I used to walk half a mile Homestar in the fucking Runner. snow Homestar in Gilpin Runner. County, Colorado. I used to walk half a mile to fucking go to the library to use the computer to just go watch fucking Strong Bad emails all fucking day <laughs> and then just look at pictures of the Sex Pistols and the Clash. I don't know. That wasn't so bad, actually. You know, it's like all Strong Bad all the time. But you know what they say, too much of a good thing is an awesome thing. But too much of an awesome thing is, um, really, really dumb and bad. Uh, all right, so until next time, 
Send me a little email, and I'll give you a little crap. Emails, emails. emails. I got the emails. <laughs> was I was watching, fuck, okay, I watched uh, the Choco, the, this fucking candy bar, and mm. he's like, no one wants to eat a half pair of... <laughs> Whatever the fuck he says, goddamn it, a half, <laughs> a half-eaten pair of Choco pants, yeah. No one wants to eat a half pair of... Choco pants. Half-eaten pair of choco pants. The homestyle runner. I don't know what you're talking about. What's, um... Okay, oh yeah, impressions. God damn it. Yeah. Do you do any impressions? Uh, I like to believe that I can do car from Aqua Teen. Oh yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> Tonight! <laughs> yeah! And then, Shake, man. And then you can... cup. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Obviously, in Hungarus is Master Shake, which I don't. I haven't met anyone yet who can do Dan Schneider's voice. He's a, he's a great voice it's actor. His just he's in Venture own, Bros. He's the alchemist in Venture Bros. He's just. It's just his own voice. Yeah. Like that's what I want. Like it would be great to just have oh, a TV a, show where it's like just be you, just talk like you. Venture Bros. <laughs> I try. I just kind of try to do Venture Bros. Like voices a lot. Like um, I love Venture Bros. You know, uh, Klaus. mm Hmm. Well, I think that'll do, Pete Boy. <laughs> but the two this is characters a too, and you won't get your penny gripping hands on it, Quiz Boy. And then, of course, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can do a twenty-four. Oh, my stanza! <laughs> my powder blue stanza. <laughs> Why'd you buckle up? That's pretty I don't good. know. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's the first voice I realized that I could do, like, voices on. I just tried to do... I can kind of do that same voice where it's like, Hi, guys. Hey. Yeah. You got to imagine you're Ray Romano. Mm-hmm. Or it's like Marvin the I'm Martian. I'm so pissed they had to kill him off. It's so... It was such a good, like, duo comedy. If you actually yes. notice... It was the, two, do, the like, two lackeys. They do most of the voices. And, like, yeah. if you notice, like, most of their characters, like, are in duos. Yes. Uh, yes. And, and who's that guy, uh... That does uh, Brock. Oh, uh, uh, he did the Tick. He's in Tick. Yeah. Actually, you know what's crazy? Um, Jackson Public. I forget his real name. Patrick Walbert. Oh Walbert. yeah, Trap <laughs> Trapperick. Mm-hmm. Trapper, 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 Trapper. That's for those of you who can't see. Like, I was trapping. He just out. has the best voice. <sighs> where there's so many times where he just, it's like, let's just have Patrick Warburton in here, and he just goes, "Hey guys, get to I the paddock to- room." <laughs> I can't do it. Like he even did the uh, the line cue for Soarin' Over California at Disneyland. Watch your step when you saddle up. Use your hands to buckle your seatbelt. Then pull down on the lap bar. Next, reach up and lower the shoulder harness. Then reach up again and unfold the chin restraint. Once your head is secure, one of our deputies will come by and fasten the tooth belts. Long cow folks must be between 46 112 inches to ride. Guests with disabilities should see a ride attendant who will escort them to Fort Special. There the ride will be described to them by an authentic Navajo storyteller. What the? I've never been to Disneyland. What? I've never been to Disneyland. And you've lived here for how long? Since I was 14. 
and you've never went like, well, what's that big place in Anaheim Listen, that I can't takes up pay, most I can't of the pay property? Hundred dollars to go to some place where I can just watch their cartoons and feel and just as you didn't feel probably even but more. You've never known a guy that was like, hey, I work at Disneyland, I'll sign you in or whatever. No, actually, that happened. But then the day that me and my girlfriend picked, it just rained so hard that we couldn't go. Wow. Yeah. I used to work at Disneyland. Well, get me an in. Yeah, I used to. I know a few guys. Oh, you used to get in, so you, you get me in now? Yeah, I could be like, hey, Sliding that Disneyland uh, I, we haven't talked in like eight years, but uh, can you get my comic buddy friend and his girlfriend in for free? And they're going to be and like, comic, yes. I mean, he's a comic book character, and yes. this woman is crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's holding me hostage. <laughs> and she's holding a paper man. Would you say that you're a big uh, improv like uh, aficionado? Do you do a lot? I mean, you say you okay. do sketches. So okay, okay. So I write. I've written sketches. None of them. None. Nothing that I've written has ever been filmed. <laughs> mm. But you I work with these write. guys. There's. Oh man, I love them so much. Fucking um, laugh bucket. Laugh bucket. I'm not familiar. Laugh bucket. I did a. We did a. The first time. I met this is before I even did Sam Comedy. The first time I met, I was doing stuff with Larry Pacino, and we like I was living in this this horrible house. I was eating like an egg. I was eating either an egg or a pancake a day. I lived across <laughs> the street from Ferns. Nice. Like, like you, I could see the Ferns parking lot from where my front. Is my that the keto was. diet? No, it was just the the poor. Like I worked at Cirque du Soleil. Right. Right. And then I saved all my money and I basically paid months and months of rent. What would for, you do at Circus? D- I was a photographer. Okay, so you would take pictures of them like... People. No, just people. In the audience. Yeah. No, no, not even the audience. No, you... There was like this whole thing like if we took pictures of people inside of the dome, like in the performance area, Mm -hmm. we could only get part of the stage. Like you you have to get like something like 60 or 70% of the stage out of the picture. So you had to show for most of like what it is that they're seeing. I mostly did uh, pictures in the front, and it was just a uh, it was a camera. It was a it was a Canon inside of an old timey camera. And this and was they make me wear this big jacket, and they'd be like, "Oh, come get a photo!" And like in front of the tent, like the big right. the big circus it was supposed tent to be like a period thing. Yeah, that sh- that job was a great job. It was a great job, but it was also a bitch. It made me fucking. But yeah, that's how I paid for that apartment. And it was an actual like tent. Where was I getting to though? What was the? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you eat something questionably tasty? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a mmm, but a question mark. I mean. I love movies. Okay, so you're a big fan of movies. I got a lot of bed sores. Okay, cool. So you've binge watched a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I don't move a lot. Just on a bed. Just <laughs> okay. So I have this uh, game set up where uh, I like to make up movies because like uh, to make up movies. Yeah, just make up premises and a whole movie. Okay. In, in a you know, but I like to use randomness as our guide. So, um, you know, I have a few different uh, things that set up the movie. All right, itself. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw a twist on your shit right now. How about oh, that? What? Twist. Let me 
find it. Hold on. He's pulling out his notebook, pulling out all of his ideas and inspirations. Oh. Let's make a movie about this guy. Okay. I like I to call him the sushi chef. A sushi chef? That's what I call it. And what? it doesn't have to be about that. You can you can say whatever the hell you want about it. What's you okay, you start out. Okay. So we have a sushi chef and is this a comedy? Is this a drama? Is this like, you know, a gritty action movie? Or uh, a gritty dramedy dramedy action. Yeah, dramedy action. A gritty dramedy action. Okay. So we got a gritty dramedy action movie based on a sushi chef. And uh, we've decided, like, okay, who's the star? You know, who, who are we thinking as the main sushi Jackie chef? Chan. Jackie Chan. That's kind of on the nose. But I like it. We're, love Jackie Chan. Yeah, who doesn't love, love Jackie, Jackie Chan? I'm, I'm very serious. I love Jackie Chan. Okay, He's so great. Jackie you Chan's the Follow sushi Jackie chef. Chan on Facebook or Instagram. He's always feeding the ducks. He's feeding, he's always around some animals. And that shit's fucking... It he makes loves, you happy as hell. Yeah. Who wouldn't like to see Jackie Chan feed some ducks? fucking awesome yeah okay so jackie chan's a sushi chef and he's decided that uh you know is he retired or is he still working and you know his son has just joined the yakuza okay so he's and he's old school he's like right. old school this is like he's okay it's, it's, very in cool, it's in the 80s it's in the 80s he's an right 80s and like his, sushi his dad chef. is like old like they had children late so like his grandfather was like not his grandfather his father was like around like in the fifties, like his, he was mm-hmm. like twenty, like his grandfather was twenties. Yeah, in the fifties. Okay, I like it. So he's like right after World War Two, and, and so he's, he's like, like second generation sushi. They live right next to Hiroshima. Right. So he fled uh, Nagasaki Japan. nightmare. You yeah, know what I'm saying like from World War Two, like the grandfather fled uh, Japan, immigrated to uh, America, and opened up a sushi restaurant. And then uh, he retired, and then Jackie Chan took over. And now he's running the sushi restaurant, and then his son says, the Yakuza. Fuck the American you. Yakuza. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to be a sushi chef. I'm going to be part of the Yakuza. In Little Tokyo. In Little Tokyo. In, in L.A. L.A. Los and Angeles. Then, right. So Los Angeles lost the lost ass. He the gets angels. into the wrong crowd. He starts like you know. He's getting... wearing zoot suits. Fucking. <laughs> he's God damn a riot. He's... A zoot suit riot. He stays Tokyo drifting around everywhere with the wrong crowd. Yeah. Fucking. And then suddenly, like Jackie Chan's like, enough is enough. I gotta set my boy right. And then he gets into like some crazy like you know karate it, moves. And that's what that right when he makes that decision, he cuts the fish. He cuts the head off of the fish. Right, right, right. I get it. I and this get is this, this is the movie poster. Right <laughs> you know, like when you when you came up with that drawing, I was totally like, yeah, that's Jackie Chan, all right. Jackie Chan. <laughs> okay, so like, what if like it's gonna be my first tattoo? Jackie Chan tattoo. Yeah, this is Jackie Chan. It's going to go right on my leg. <laughs> okay, so, like, does the son have, like, a female love interest? No, he's just, he's, like, hell-bent for power. If he's going to marry anybody, it's going to be, it's going to be someone who is the daughter of someone who's in power already. Okay. He's so a manipulator. Like, so there's, like... He turns out to be the villain. He actually wants to kill Jackie Chan later in the movie. Whoa, the son does? 
Yeah, you get like this he, fucking father-son battle. He That's wants just to tight. kill his dad. Yeah, and the, and the dad wants to kill the son. Well, he doesn't really want to, but he, he feels like he has to. He has to kill But Jackie Chan gets killed. <laughs> Jackie Chan gets killed. Whoa. No, Whoa. Ha- no happy endings. Whoa. Whoa. That's a twist. This is not a happy ending. Not a happy so ending. The bad but we got to build it up. I feel like I gave it away the, already. The, the, we spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Too late for the spoiler alert because you yeah, already heard so what Jackie it was. Jackie Chan gets killed at the end and then like the Yakuza takes over and then he shuts down the sushi restaurant. He no, shuts then it he down just and is like, no make- more. Fuck my dad. What if it was like a like a uh, I don't sci-fi? Feel like what if that- it was a sci-fi thing where oh, like... Okay. Where so like, it's like futuristic. It's in the future. He's the only sushi restaurant in the space. Maybe we could base it in the same universe as Star Wars. Oh. But yeah. like they're just... It just has nothing right. to do with Jedi. <laughs> like a Jedi comes... It's like a Jedi comes into that restaurant. Like there's one they scene have. of like Mark uh, Hamill coming yeah, into the exactly. sushi restaurant. Mark Hamill. <laughs> Surprise. He's dressed up like the Joker. Let the good times roll. <laughs> no. <laughs> <And> <laughs> He's like Luke Skywalker, and Luke's like in one scene going like, "Oh yeah, can I get a rainbow roll?" And then he, and then Jackie Chan's like, "Uh, I feel like you want another roll." Like he tries to do I... some force stuff on him, and he's like, "Dude, I'm Mark Hamill. I'm fucking like Luke Skywalker. You can't try that force shit on me." Okay, so we got Jackie Chan. Yeah, a Mark Hamill cameo. <laughs> yep, and now sure. it's based in the Future. Star Wars universe. <laughs> I wanted to be like, I wanted to be like a mix between like a Philip K. Dick book, though. Like it's maybe a, like okay, it's either it's, it's either got to be the same universe as Scanner Darkly or our Minority Report. Yeah, it's it's half. I want to say Minority Report, right? Half where, like, future crimes are committed, not committed, but predicted. Okay, okay. So it's a uh, half hey, Tom Cruise's face, sushi restaurant, half Philip K. Dick, half Star Wars. <laughs> so it's like Hero creates sushi mixed with a Philip K. Dick novel. I like it. I like it. And who else, like, who plays uh, Jackie Chan's son? Oh, man, okay. You know, a, a good fresh face. What about that guy that was in um, Walking Dead? That I don't. I have never seen one that played Glenn. He was Who the fuck uh, is Glenn. He's a guy that was Asian, that uh, you know later died. Spoiler alert. <laughs> dead, dead, dead man. I don't. Okay. Jackie well, what about Chan's what about son. the guy that uh, played um, in Heroes? Yatta! Oh shit! Actually, a funny thing about Heroes. Did you ever watch that in- show? Heroes? Uh, I've seen a little bit of it, but okay. So I, 7th and 8th grade when I went to private school, mm-hmm. Shining Mountain Waldorf school. Of course, yes. There was a girl that went there. Her name was Bri Kring. Wow. And her, like, that uncle does not sound or like whatever, girl. her relative, what, what, it's like her dad's or her mother's brother or something, whatever. Uncle? It's like creator or producer. Or whatever. It's, it says his name, all Tom Kring or Yeah, whatever. right, right. Tim Kring. Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Yeah, he's the creator of Heroes, Tim Kring. Yeah, Tim Kring. Mm-hmm. So I was saying the name right. Right, right, right. K R I N G. Damn, that's some old school. That's some old school private school call out shit. Did you ever watch that show? That show was the shit. Especially that's also the, the only person season. I've ever seen in California since hmm. I moved out of Colorado. I was at a. I was in Huntington Beach one year, and I saw. That's when I saw Weezer at the uh, 
fucking U.S. Open in Huntington Beach. Oh, right, yeah, on the beach. And I'm walking there, and I'm like, he's like, is that Dakota? And I was like, yeah, it's me. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, what are you doing in California? What do you What do you mean? I live like two cities away. Right, right. No, that show was cool. Tim Kring is tight. Um, he you looks like Garth tight. from fucking Wayne's World when he put on the blonde wig. Really? Yeah, the lead singer Weezer. <laughs> when he puts on a, a wig that River that's Phoenix. long and blonde, he looks like. Or I mean, uh, Rivers Cuomo. I don't know anyone's name. That's the lead singer of Weezer. I want to talk about celebrity. Oh, is it? I probably won't remember. I already yeah, forgot. Rivers Cuomo. Yeah. He makes good music, though. Yeah. I like Weezer. Weezer was cool. I saw Weezer actually a few times. I saw him at, uh, yeah, at the observatory back when it was called The Galaxy. So are we done with the movie? Is that is that it? I'm done with the movie. <laughs> I'm done with the movie. We solved the case of the movie. It's a yep. Jackie Chan movie. We already know the end. Yeah. There's going to be crazy stunts. There's going to be uh, hair flying uh, action. It's going to be great. A great guy that uh, I like the. I have to mention this guy because sorry, I was just thinking about him. Took a drink of my beer and then I yeah. Because uh, a couple couple times I go to see I've seen Neil Hamburger a lot of times. I love him. Yeah, He's fucking, yeah. Hey, did you guys hear? Did you guys hear about this new website? Hear about this? Oh, there's a new website, friends. Yeah, there's a new website. This was all over the news. This new website uh, publishes the names and the addresses and the photographs of all the convicted sex offenders within a five-mile radius of your zip code. Yeah, yeah. It's called Match.com. I think he's also, he's like, Neil Hamburger is the guy who kind of like made me backed up my one-liner kind of thing because I love uh, Mitch Hedberg, but like I can't. I'm not Mitch Hedberg. I'm not like calm like he is. Mm. You know, like I can't be like, oh hey. I think that was the buddy. heroin talking. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, the dope. But um, I couldn't. And then I heard Neil Hamburger. He does one-liners. He wrote like there's there's two jokes specifically. I'd like they're the only jokes that I've heard by anybody that I wish that I wrote. Mm. And it's wow. What is the first one? It's like oh, did you hear the one about the paparazzi with the heart of gold? Uh, he stole it from Princess Diana while she lay dying in her car. <laughs> that joke, like I was just like nice. Nice. That, it made, like, it's so good. It's like referential. It's like that's a topic. I mean, people would still talk about Princess Diana and stuff. Today, you could, it's still he's relevant. Just, he's just crude. I love his Twitter page, too. I love Neil Hamburger's Twitter page because he just <laughs> – he'll just retweet uh, people who get, like, sick or something from fast food. Mm. Yeah. That's funny. He's actually a, he's actually a <laughs> vegan. Yeah, he just like reposts that and he'll put like a little funny header in it or something. And it's just like people are just like, I'll never eat a Taco Bell again. Got the worst diarrhea. <laughs> like – I told you so. <laughs> are you into uh, social activism? Are are you like a you know a social justice warrior? No, you're not into like social causes or like yeah I, being vegan or whatever. No, I I eat meat, but see, this is my stance on like I I eat animals. Like, but you're not. Telling I have about- to. I have to be willing to eat any animal, right? And like, 
Like armadillo. That's okay. But I do eat a lot of vegetables. I love fucking... Who doesn't? I love vegetables. I always love vegetables. You know, like, when I'm a kid, like, I, was, like, I had that kid thing, like, yeah. no, I don't like this. But, like, now I'm just like, I eat green stuff, and I'm like, this is the most, this is great. I remember broccoli, fucking lettuce. Goddamn, I love spinach. I could eat spinach. Yeah. I could just eat a whole bag of raw spinach all day. Yeah. I was a kid and always loved broccoli and lima beans. Oh. I was never that kid that was like, this is gross. I'm like, no, I didn't like lima beans for a, long, for a long time. And actually, still, I find myself sometimes I like them and I'll eat them and I'll be like, mm, lima bean. But then sometimes I'll eat them, like thinking I want them. Mm. And then I'm just like, Ugh. I feel like it's more of a texture thing mouth. for a lot of people. It's not like an actual taste. Yeah. It's more of like a, it feels weird in my mouth. Yeah. My f- ex was a, a big picky eater. And uh, I have a bit about it. And it's it's such a weird thing to like think about. But it is like, you know, you you go into your own food preferences, yeah. and then you I'm like picky about things like with, with the way they're cooked. Like, right, I like certain things. I don't like beans. That doesn't. That's See, not so to I say I understand. Bean. I love yeah. green beans, but like you know, but like not the beans, actual beans and bean burritos beans. and like yeah. all that shit. Like I can't do that. It's like it's the texture that fucks me up. That's like, what I'm saying. I can't eat baked beans because it's the same texture, but like it's I smell it. Mushy. I'm like, oh, it smells so good. Like beans smell so good, but like I eat them, and I'm just like I feel like I'm gagging. I'm the same way with it's like coffee. This, it's, I like like I love coffee. I smell it, and it's always like, man, this is awesome. And then I taste it, and I'm like, this is who drinks this shit. I love coffee. I got some coffee today. Got a nice coffee. I feel like people Cold drink brew. it for the caffeine. It's not the taste. Like the taste is second. It's always the I like the feeling, and then it tastes good too. Oh wait. I forgot. I got off, sub- off subject. <laughs> this guy I want to mention that I saw open up for Neil Hamburger. Larry? <laughs> no, not Larry. This It's this guy. His name's... um. The first time I saw Neil Hamburger, I saw him. And it was... they. He announced. He actually announced that they had DVDs for sale of Entertainment, which is probably one of my favorite fucking movies ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I so haven't good. seen it. It's, it's fucking great. <laughs> it's fucking great. I love Neil Hamburger though. That guy's hilarious. It's the movie's really sad. Yeah. And like the well, the the director, fuck, what's his name? I feel like it's Richard something, but I know he's from Richmond, Virginia. Mhm. I know that. It's funny how like there's so many um comedians that go into a serious phase later in life like Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> Thank you very, thank you very much. It feels real good. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. It feels. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, thank you very much. It feels real good. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. It feels real good to be here tonight. <laughs> thank you very, thank you very much. I saw that. I saw that. Hey, hey, run, run, run. <laughs> Ronald Reagan's so old. Ronald, this is, this is a joke. <laughs> Ronald Reagan's so old. When he's he's old, he's got he's got jelly beans in his face. <laughs> I don't get it. No. He was oh, told, like a, he was yeah. on Space Ghost a lot. Hell yeah, and he had that character for so long. Okay, and then he just said one day like, "Fuck this, I'm not yeah. that guy." Yeah. And then, like, went a completely different direction. And, yeah, he's still a comedian. But if you look at a lot of his movies, 
they're not really funny movies. They're they're very serious and very like you know dark. <laughs> you know what I was talking? I mean, I mean the oh, that voice crack. You better keep that in there. Hey guys! But I, uh, there's <laughs> listening to a fucking Eminem a lot again. Right. I yep. I always want to say that he's the Andy Kaufman of rap. Like Slim Shady yeah. is his Tony Clifton. He's out, and, like he's he an just outlier fucking, for sure. Did. Slim Shady's a great character. It's like a murderous, like, I don't give a fuck, like... Isn't that so uh, poignant, though, that, like... Guilty conscience. Oh, my God. So many people have that persona, and I feel like I have that persona a little bit, where it's like, the guy on stage is not the guy that is on this podcast, or that's in, you know, at my job during the day. Yeah. You know, they're... It's... But they're all me. I wouldn't say it's like... Oh, I'm like pretending to be somebody I'm not. No, it's like I will own up to every persona, but it is like I can't be the persona on stage at my day job. <laughs> I have a, I've actually been thinking about because I okay, I guess it's about time that I laid it down. That like I honestly fucking I can't say that I don't give a shit, but like it just I don't know how to say it anywhere. I just don't give a shit about stand up. Like stand up right. is not. I'd rather be writing sketches and filming. Sketches and shit. So, like, stand-up is the ends to a mean. Yeah, it's just like I want to do something comedic, and then I, mm-hmm. I do stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I can do it consistently. I can do it whenever I want. I can go to an open mic, and I can right. do fucking... It's something that's, and like, I've gotten the, to a point where, here like, and now. people ask, like, I've, like, I'll just be like, fuck, I want to do a show, but I don't want to go do any open mics. And then, like, the last two times, people have been like, I'm going to do a show. I'm just like, ha-ha, yes, thank God. Like, I, feel- I still do the same set. I do the same set a lot of the times, but, mm-hmm. like... You know, it's like 30 jokes, so I can throw in, I can take out jokes, I can put in other jokes, Right. they all take fucking 10 seconds to say, mm-hmm. if if not that, like, you know, and like... And do you have an order, or do you just I, wing it every time? I hate using my phone, I don't want to use my phone ever on right. stage, and so I always have a tiny little piece of paper, a little yeah. tiny piece of paper, and it's... It's just one word. It's, I fold it up in four sections... Well, I fold it in half first, and I write a line of jokes on this side, and then I write a line of jokes on the next side. I flip it over, and then I fold that in half. Can like, you imagine that? It in half, and, then, and then I take it out, and then I'm just like... If you kept those, and in 10 years became like you know hugely famous, those would be worth something. I use them until they're gone. They're, they're in my <laughs> pockets, just, they're in my yeah, wallets. Until they they're dissolve. Like, <laughs> they're all over. Like I'll write new set There's set lists everywhere. Like yeah. In my notes, there's just set lists. There's just... Loose pieces of paper yeah. laying around my room, just a fucking set list over there. Just be like, oh shit, a set list. Like in some random bag I haven't used. And like, I started months. doing that too, where I, I would a just jacket I haven't worn in a couple days. Like, I've started grabbing just random business cards or just cards that I see at mics and wherever I see, and I'll just use the back of that business card and just write down like just you know Matrix racism spanish whatever yeah. you know and it's just one more another thing that neil hamburger inspired me to do because he always uses like this little tiny piece of paper and yeah he's like, bleh, bleh. like yeah. holding three drinks and a microphone mm-hmm. and i i feel like i i talked about it on the another podcast where like i want to make a coffee table book of all the set lists that like famous people have made like you That's know pretty good. i want to see like the one, I'd take a look at that book. I don't know if I'd buy it. I'd wait until it go on sale. Maybe. Yeah, maybe on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, like when it was like you know paperback clearance. 
Maybe I'd geek out <clears throat> enough to buy like I love collecting stuff. So but maybe like, I'd geek out know, enough to like be like, I'm just gonna buy that whole book. But that's why I like like at the same time, you know, I might starting just... this podcast is like I loved seeing the behind the scenes of comedy. It's like, yeah, we all have our acts, we all have like, you know, jokes that we tell, but it's like what's beyond the jokes? Like what's like like Comedy's... let's see the progression of the joke. Comedy's you know? a kind of I think everything's kind of a back burner thing for me right now, but like for the most part, like I focus on music a lot because I can play music all the time. I can play guitar, I can play whatever, yeah. just whatever instrument I have lying around. I can play that's instruments. Yeah, that's awesome. Like even if I suck at them, like whatever. My girlfriend yeah. just bought a trumpet. I can't play that shit. She <laughs> she is getting good at it. She knows she has a scale or two. I'm not now. gonna lie, I could play it. You play the trumpet? Hell yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. French horn. Yep. I oh, that it. wasn't on the record. That was Yeah, it was off the record, but that, I, I that was doing the drink making and the, mm-hmm. you know, like when the orgy happened, doing right. shit. Yeah, when we were really talking about cool stuff that people yeah. didn't hear on the mics. But yes, uh so you don't talk about someone else's dick during an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not it's just not polite, it's rude. But that's the thing. Uh there was yes, in high school I've talked about it on the podcast. I was a band nerd. I played French horn. I was also, uh, you know, a bass player and uh, in the jazz band and shit. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. It wasn't something that I could, like, you know, monetize later. It was, like, something I was good at but wasn't, like, so good that I could become a professional at. I'm going to tell you something right now. I <laughs> yeah. I went to a private school for two years for seventh and eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And the name of that school, it was it's in Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. On Vermont Road or Drive or whatever the fuck it is. You're calling them out. I'm calling them out. Right off Arapahoe. Dude, fucking, okay, this fucking, the school is called, okay, this is the name of the school. <laughs> Shining Mountain Waldorf School. Yeah, that sounds pretty private. It's pretty private. <laughs> it's pretty private. <laughs> Thus is my hate for the Beatles. Mm. Like... I was listening, this is like when I was like, how old are you in seventh grade? Uh, 12? Yeah, 12. 12 was like when I like was really getting into going to this record store that was in Boulder. Yeah. Because I lived in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I lived in a yurt. <laughs> right? I lived, I li- no, like literally tent? a yurt that I, yeah. that, I, that I helped build. Wow, crazy. In Colorado, off the grid, on solar energy. That sounds Colorado. Yeah, I I lived (laughs) I lived in the mountains. I lived in the middle of nowhere. Like a mountain man. I missed a lot of I missed a lot of school because uh, getting snowed in. And the county like where we lived is like a mile long road to where we to where our house is Mm -hmm. was. And um, they the county doesn't plow up there because it's not a county road. It's just like road. It's called Bobcat Trail. So and we lived there, and I'd go to the city. I'd go to school in the city, and. Yeah, it was, well, for seventh and eighth grade. Before that, I went. I I pretty much grew up in a town called Nederland, Colorado, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a fantastic town. It's pretty. It's pretty fantastic because I think I just really like all the people I grew up with, like my best friend Taylor Barnett, who is now a great chef. Actually, all my fr- a lot of my friends that grew up in Colorado that I grew up with are now like chefs. They all went to Portland, really, and, and studied culinary arts, and then now they're back in. Colorado and they're doing culinary arts killing it killing it but they're yeah. great skateboarders too like I was never a good skateboarder but like hmm. I always hung out with them like because they're my friends right you were the poser yeah I was kind of the poser <laughs> I could do some shit though okay you could ollie I can still skate yeah you could grind I can still land a kickflip right here and there 
that's tight. I could never kickflip. Yeah, I was I was like that guy that I'm like, I'm going to use this as transportation, not as like a way to like, you know, get into the X Games. Yeah. Like it was one of those, uh, I wish I could do it, but yeah, I just didn't have the skill. Yeah, it's hard. Like, like, man, I just lost all my words. <laughs> I've been drinking. That's right. Hello, yeah, hello. We have been drinking a Looking little bit. Looking at this bit. fucking bong that's vaporwave. I was say, yeah, we should hit it up. We should hit it up again. Hit it up. All right, I think, All right, I think yeah. we might be done. I think we might be done. All right. Done with this. Dakota, I want to thank you for coming on. You've been definitely a great guest. I haven't come on anything. But <laughs> well, I thank you for Yet. But. I mean, you, you came audibly on this podcast. <laughs> but not physically, which is nice. Because <laughs> yeah. that means I can use the mics again. But, uh, yeah, not I definitely want to... Uh, have you uh, plug your social media, but uh, maybe but, uh, throw out your uh, Twitter or your Facebook. I have it, uh, Instagram. Instagram. Which is, uh, it's a central, the way you spell central, without any capitals, dot Dakota, without any capitals, the way you spell Dakota, like Morgan Stein. Central okay. Dakota. Central dot Dakota, that's what it is. I like it. And then my last name is Humphreys, the way you wouldn't like to spell it, H-U-M-E. Yeah, Humphreys. That's an interesting name. It's plural, not possessive. It's got a Y. There's no. It's not I E S. Yeah. It's R. And it's spelled like that um, on purpose. I guess so. I didn't fucking make it up. Whoever the fuck, whatever shit ass. So you not not shit ass. Yeah, you were given that that spelling. Whoever the fuck. You know, like, god damn it, god damn it, the fucking people are just always making up fucking things, like, about names. I don't, I didn't make my name Dakota, I'm named after two states, that's good enough. <laughs> like, I don't know. I like it. Well, guys, follow him there, as well as follow me at the D Stories on Twitter and at This Comics Life on all the other stuff. The D&D Stories. Yeah, and then also uh, write me an email if you want at thiscomicslifepod at gmail.com. And also follow me just, yeah, wherever you uh, get podcasts. All right, guys. Oh, wait, my Twitter? Yeah, hit it up. Oh, wait, it's, uh, I think it's Kung Fu Tat, at, at Kung Fu Tattoos. Kung Fu Tattoos. Cat, uh, at Kung Fu underscore tattoos with a Z. I like it. I like it. All right, guys. You've been listening to... To what? Wait, to what? What were we listening to? Yeah.